Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake. I'm joined by Miss Tiffany Wilson. Hey, hey. And Pastor Joey Hill. Howdy, howdy. And uh, we welcome you to Sunday Gravy. Today is Monday, May 15th, 2023. We're coming to you to review. Hey, you got that right. Did I? Yeah. It's getting better at this date. <laughs> We're coming to you to review <laughs> Sunday, May 14th, 2000. I said 2022. You did. Oh, got it wrong. So close. I was so glad you got the date right. I know it's two thousand. It's two thousand twenty-three, folks. So, for those of you who don't know, out driving your cars around on our on roads and highways, and you don't know what the year it is. <laughs> what? What's wrong with you people? I've been signing my checks wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, coming to you to review uh, yesterday. It was Mother's Day mm. here at High Point, and I guess Mother's Day everywhere else in the world. It really was. It really <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so what about this past week? What did you guys have going on this past week? Anything special? Anything interesting happen? Well, uh, go ahead. Mother's Day. <laughs> that was, yep, yesterday. <laughs> there was that. What would you get so. for Mother's Day, Tiffany? Okay, y'all are going to laugh. Okay. <laughs> So I found a new hobby that I wanted to try. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I got a whittling kit. <laughs> That's the last <laughs> thing I expected her to say. I know. I mean, like <laughs> whittling. Yeah, it like came whittling with a wood. Wood block and the knife and like a leather strap to sharpen it with and like instructions <laughs> on how to make a bird. A bird. A bird. <laughs> a bird. I, so I, I'm just getting this picture, like Blake. You come in my office. Hey, have you seen Tiff? I think she took a break. She's outside whittling. You know, not, she's outside. I mean, break. like some people take a smoke break. You whittle. She's sitting on the retaining wall. She's out there sitting on the retaining, on the wall, retaining wall, swinging whittling. her legs, whittling. Wood chips going everywhere. Remember that old what, song? What, and I got poor, know, I got, poor old Kalaja that wood. I need more information. <laughs> this is that is like. Every person I've ever known this way. I thought there was like a, I thought there was a prerequisite to whittling. First off, I thought you had to wear overalls. I thought you had to be a granddad, and I thought you had to be mm. at least 75. Mm. You don't fit any Matt, of those. Matt called me old when I said, I want to try this. Why? It's just something to do. No, there's a lot of things that are something to do. Why did you want to whittle? Oh, wow. I don't know. You find it fascinating? Uh, Yeah. Because, some, but, okay, look. What specifically okay. did you want to make? Look, this is what it is, okay? If you work with your mind all the time, then okay. you relax with your hands. Yes. So I was looking for sure. something that I can work with my hands, not really have to think about, and just do. Yeah, but <laughs> I would think whittling would be way, <laughs> way down the list. Uh, Maybe. That's so bizarre to me. I literally, I, like, I was looking at a list of things, and I was like, what's something new I can try? And whittling mm. was on there, and I was like, hmm, that actually sounds fun. So, mm. I'll let, TBD mm. on whether I actually enjoy carry it. it out. Yeah, I mean, I could, term, I could have understand, hey, I'm throwing pots now. I'm into 
I you thought, know, I'm into, you know, carving, you know, clay busts and things of that nature. What? But Wood whittling? whittling? Yep. Whittling? That's bizarre. You know, I had I had an uh well, I he wasn't my uncle, but he was in the family by marriage. And he was a I would consider him a professional whittler. Mm-hmm. And when I say this man could do anything, yeah. Yeah. He I actually have you'll you'll if you're into it, I'll 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 hunt it down, track it down. I've got it somewhere. He whittled me a tiny violin. It's a tiny That's violin. Really cool. And the strings on the violin are wood. Yeah. Like they are, I mean, like if you pressed it hard, Mm -hmm. you would just snap the thing in two. Mm -hmm. And so it sits in a box and you just open up the box and you don't take it out. You just look at it. But the detail on it, I don't, honestly, (laughs) I I don't know how he pulled that off. Like you look at it and go, there's no way. Right. This man did this with a knife. That's bizarre. That is bizarre. Like you're, are you saying you're going to get into like where you got to get special glasses and? I don't know that I'll get that into it. What? Well, but I watched, I watched a few YouTube videos and it looked like something I would enjoy. Hey doing. Blake, so. on our next Dirty Santa party, <laughs> let's let's throw let's let one of the presents be a pair of overalls and see if she steals it or not. Because then we'll know how far down this black hole she's gone. So I have whittled. Have you ever whittled? I have tried, but every to tell me if I'm wrong. Every, every it, time you whittle, you just end up making a spear. A spear. A spear. <laughs> that's so true. That's so it's true. That's so well, true. That's like guys sit things. down and be like, "I'm gonna whittle. I'm gonna whittle me my own chest set." And then like it, <laughs> it's like I, you start trying to make something, and oh. then no matter what, it's like somebody comes along and you're like. So what are you making? Well, I'm making a chess set. How's it going? Well, <laughs> it's not do- going too great. I started with a rook, but <laughs> check out. I got this awesome spear. <laughs> it's like it's like being back in school. You remember like maybe you were in home ec or something. You were making a bowl and everything uh-huh. turns into an ashtray. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's about how it turns. Yeah. yeah. Like, at some point, you just start thinking, it's like, why would I sit here and whittle wood when I can hunt something? Exactly. <laughs> so you whittle, <laughs> so you whittle a spear, go hunting. Start yeah. putting black under your eye. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like you leave a guy alone, alone, oh, yeah. long enough, he's gonna go Lord of the Flies on you. Always, like every time. always, <laughs> every time. <laughs> that was, that's so funny. Yeah, that, I, I, I would have never guessed whittling. Now you know I did get into turning stuff on a lathe for a while. You yeah, remember, yeah, so yeah. I was gonna start making pins. So I thought it'd be cool to make people something with my hands and then give it to them as a mm-hmm. gift. So that would be that would be cool if you get to that point. But yeah. This so, is gonna be so weird though. What if what if you open up your present at, at Christmas time from her and it's like a I don't know, it's like this like this a, little it's a little sailboat. <laughs> but I hope it's like not very good. You know what I'm saying? It's like not very good. It's hey, like no, no, you no. can tell what it no, is, but it's not it good. You bring it to the staff good. Christmas party, and, and I can see Holly opening it up going, it's a wooden sailboat. Well, we know where that came from. Yeah, it looks like somebody... Uh, it looks, it like, looks a, like a spear. <laughs> looks like a kid in Kid Point made it out of clay kind of thing. <laughs> she's like s- smiling awkwardly, trying to make it look like she's really excited. Yeah. But oh, inside, yeah, she's like, what do I do with this? And then, Tiffany, the then Tiffany steals her gift back. Yeah. I'll take that. Because she wants it on her desk. I made it. <laughs> Going in my I collection. Love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, so well, have I you can... actually whittled yet, though? I've yeah. started. Yeah. 
Okay. What are you make? You're making a bird first. Yeah. Okay, we're going. We're going to need a. We're going <laughs> to need a report updates. on that. How it turns out. Yeah, we we're need to post a picture pick. of well, it. Yes. I'll let you know if it turns out to be like a long term. What about? Did you have anything interesting? You know, week? I didn't whittle this weekend. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, we don't. We don't have Mother's Day. We have Mother's Weekend. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. So it, we we've got quite a few that we have to take care of, and so like the grandmothers, they're they've gotten to where they don't want gifts. Yeah. What they want is you to come over their house and do work. Oh yeah. That's the, yeah. and they have a list. Yeah. They have a list and what's funny is is Brownie's parents will go over to their house and so Mama Joy, she has she has a list of things to do. Like get this done, get this done, get this done. And 90% of it on the list is stuff that she's asked Mr. Rushing to do, yeah. but he won't <laughs> do it. Now Mr. Rushing on the other hand, you got to understand he's 83, so he's like he's like he sat me down, and we'd been working, and we're sweating. He said, sit down, Joey, sit down. I said, okay. He said, let's talk. He's like, he's like, did Miss Rushing give you a list? <laughs> I said, yes, sir, she did. And he was like, he's like, you know, he was like, this is just, this is just wrong. We don't need to be working. He said, we can work any day of the week. He said, we... He said, we need to spend time with family. We don't need to be sitting around where he was getting mad and reading me the right act and stuff. And so, <laughs> and he's all big and everything. And we walked up to the top of the hill and they were standing Miss Rush and he was still going. And Miss Rushing standing at the top of the hill and he sees her and he went, what's next on the list? <laughs> <laughs> crawfish oh you? he yeah. crawfish big time big time but That's then funny. so that was that was on saturday and then sunday we had church and then we had uh dinner at our house for all both grandmothers and brownie yeah and then sunday evening we went to mama's house last night and we worked and worked and worked and worked and worked man i mean so so we did tons of stuff at mama's house fine so yeah. it's a it's a busy weekend. What about the Wingos? <laughs> well, I made Mother's Day about me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh I had my, my gallbladder taken out on Thursday. And uh so Got you know you a little bell. Yeah, no, I did I didn't do that. But you know, Cassidy let me know you, you know several times you had to wait till Mother's Day weekend to do this. Oh mm-hmm. which that's it cold. was like but that's <clears throat> it did occur to me this morning. That Joey, you're the only full time gallbladder at High Point Community Church, <laughs> and I wear it proudly. <laughs> and you're, <laughs> I'm holding out. I'm the remnant. You're the, I'm the, you're the only full time gallbladder. But uh, oh that God. was, yeah. Because for those who don't, what's wrong with y'all? Never, Why y'all? Let's just I get I never would have. Man, I got a headache. I'm gonna get my gallbladder out. Tiffany had hers removed, <laughs> uh, not too terribly long. A ago. little over a year ago. A little over a year ago. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's a. Uh, they don't uh, make them like me anymore, do they? <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Uh, so several several people uh, from our church work at the place where I had my gallbladder removed, and that that's like <laughs> that's awkward, a- but also good. And you know, I was telling somebody, it's like it's comforting because in one sense, it's like okay, these people, they you know they've got some stake in me as a person, and so like if if things go absolutely horrid then I'm glad those people are there because it's like, okay, they'll try to keep me alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you hope, <laughs> I hope. Um, but then and on the other end of the spectrum is, you know, they're going to mess with you and post op and stuff like oh, that. So, goodness. and they're going to make fun of you and they're going to tell everybody 
any goofy things you say and stuff yeah. like that. So, am I wrong for thinking this? But nobody in this church will ever work on me medically. Mm. I and so because of for what I just so said, so many reasons. Yeah, but for what I just said though, I think it it just depends on what it is. Like in some mm. in in an absolute dire circumstance, it's kind of like it's a little bit comforting to know that you got someone in your corner versus you're just the fourth person that came across their table today, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's true. Mm. There, it could go either way. That's a double-edged sword is what I'm saying. That's a double-edged sword you. as far as like w- would you want somebody or not want somebody. So yeah, mm. it's probably a conflict of interest and, you know, probably – you probably and you know it's probably the the professional standpoint is probably that you shouldn't, but yeah. but at the same time it's like, you know, at some point too you just you know people just about everywhere. Yeah, you know, I know, but I mean you just don't. I don't know. It's like like we we have dental hygienists in our church, but you and don't I'm want like, their hands not, in your mouth. I don't want their hands in my mouth. Yeah, because it's like because if I do have a cavity, I don't want them thinking. Man, you you didn't take care of your teeth. How can you take care? Help me take care of my soul. <laughs> I, understand. I guess I understand. Or, I don't know. I follow you. I just anyway. I don't know. There, there. I mean, you you guys have done that. You know where you're like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to Walmart in Summerton because I'm gonna run into everybody I know. So yeah, I'm gonna go. To yeah. Piggly Wiggly and Warrior or something like that. You know, it's like that's the thing. I can't I can't go anywhere to buy groceries because I, I'm from Walker County originally. Mm. So if I go Piggly Wiggly in Summerton or Walmart in Summerton, that's I see. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's double but you're whammy. gonna see people from corner there anyway. So yeah. but now that I've been in corner and lived in Gardendale before we moved to corner. Mm-hmm. So I can't go to Piggly Wiggly and Warrior and I can't go to you know, Walmart and Gardendale either. So yeah. I, it doesn't matter. Like I'm seeing somebody I know everywhere yeah. I go. So yeah. it's just part of it, I guess. I just have a hard time. Somebody sitting in the crowd listening to me preach a sermon. They're like, I know what his gallbladder looks like. <laughs> seen your insides. Bothers, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, those people didn't work on me per se, so I don't want to give the impression that. So they may have walked in on you though. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, and, and think, Chris Huff of all people, I don't want to like, think. That's about the it. worst one. Mm-hmm. He would probably post about it. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Now, uh, anyway, it was it was they got they got me in and but out. But they took care of you though. They they took care of me. Good. Got me in and yeah. out. So it's all good. Um, by the way, I did I did have a surprise for you guys today. Okay. Uh There is no say what, what? segment. Huh? Say what. Yep, no say what segment. Instead, we're going to play a game. Oh. Yeah, and the name of the game is, in honor of Mother's Day, the name of the game is Man Man versus versus Mom. (laughs) Is that dramatic enough? (laughs) Man versus Mom. I'm scared. (laughs) So I I have Mother's Day-related questions. Mm. And let's see who knows more about being a mother. Tiffany or Joey? <laughs> That's a <laughs> who's who's under the most pressure here. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. Because how, how bad does do it look it. on me if he knows something I don't? <laughs> we need to venture away. We need we need to venture away from say what for yeah, at least right. a week. Let's do it. So do you, is this gonna? We don't have any buzzers. So is this gonna be like a? Um, is this gonna be like a? Um, we just alternate back and forth as far as the questions or. 
It's your game, however you want to do it. Okay. We'll alternate back and forth. Okay. So it's first one to five wins. How about that? All right. Or or do y'all want to go that long? That's fine. So these are like, there's a correct answer, not like opinion. There's a correct answer. And if you get it wrong, then he gets a guess and vice versa. Okay. Okay. Like it. First one to five points. That's it. Okay. All right. Tiffany, Mother's Day marks the most what on any given day of the year? The most what? Come on. Do I need the Jeopardy theme music here? (laughs) Are we talking like... What? Fill in the blank. Mother's Day marks the most blank of any given day of the year. I know this. I don't know like what we're going for here. Are we talking about like gifts? Are we talking about like... I can't give you any hints. Like I don't... That's not... The most phone calls? I don't know. She is correct. Is that right? Phone calls. What? Yeah, because you, yep. you can't just text your mom. <laughs> what were you going to say, by the way? Shopping. Oh. Ooh. Like gifts, like buying gifts. Mother's Day is not more than Christmas. No. Mother's Day is more than Father's Day. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, that's true. That's true. Joey. So okay. one point to Tiffany. Joey, Mother's Day is the busiest day for what type of establishments? Restaurants. You get one. You get one air horn, not three. That's correct. Restaurants. Why don't I just get one? I don't know. Here we go. Okay. No. Nope. <laughs> well, now he got four, and I only ain't got no three. mamas want to cook on Mother's Day, right? That's right. All right. Let's venture away, Tiffany. People buy lots of flowers on Mother's Day. True or false? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is true. This is rigged. What are the other two holidays with the most flower sales? Ooh, uh, Valentine's. I'm not telling you if that's correct or not. What's the other one? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say Grandparents Day. <laughs> Probably not right. <laughs> nope. Do you have a guess, Joey? I do. What is I do. It? So it's two, two holidays, right? Yeah, the two next to Mother's Day. <sighs> I think she's right on Valentine's. But I think it's Memorial Day. Mm. By the way, did you know that there's actually more flowers purchased on Mother's Day than Valentine's Day? I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Valentine's Day and then Christmas. Hmm. Wouldn't have thought. Flowers at Christmas? Christmas. I guess. Whatever. I've never bought flowers at Christmas. I'm not a flower person, so I don't get flowers at Valentine's Day anyway. All right, so whose turn Where's is this? survey So does it go back to him? So it's just one-to-one? Okay. It's, yeah, it's one-to-one. Aside from, aside from cards and flowers, what's the ne- next most popular gift given on Mother's Day? Where are you at? Where are you at? Man, I, I mean, that's pretty general. Uh, besides cards and flowers, mm-hmm. what gift? I would say food. Is it pictures like of the family of the kids? What? Jewelry? It's jewelry. Yeah. What? Neither one of you know anything about being a mom. <laughs> this is oh, hold on, hold on for clarity. <laughs> None of these nothing to do with motherhood. <laughs> yeah, it does. None of these questions have anything to do with about with being a mom. I know. This, yeah, they are. They're, this they're is related. all about That's useless, true. pointless information, are, which you are a master has, at. That has ways. to do with moms. Uh, Tiffany, what's the highest number of babies that's ever been born at one time? 
Ooh. Is it eight? Are you asking me or are you <laughs> telling me? Eight. Final answer. No? I'm going to stop using that, by the way. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> because we're, we're wearing ball. it we're out. Yeah. All right, here we go. What you got? Um, at one time... Mm, I'm, man, I'd hate to. I I want to say nine, but I don't think it's nine. I think it might be more than that. Are you looking for a read? I am. Because <laughs> I. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Twelve. So I said I wasn't going to do that anymore. Yes. Correct answer, nine. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Maybe oh, we should play to three. My goodness. We're Maybe we should be, play to three. You're going to be here a while. Whose turn? Oh, it's his turn. All right. Uh, in which month are the most babies born in the United States? I say June. Incorrect. I'm okay. not going to. I'm Don't not going to want, want, want. Don't hit it. All right, go ahead. September. Incorrect. What? Let's give you another guess. Go. All right, December. Incorrect. Last guess. August. Yeah. August. That's it. That's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tiffany. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, what's the score? Two to one. Is that right? Yes. I think yes. it's two to one. Yeah. In which month are the least amount of babies born in the United States? The least? Uh... You got to think about this. October? Incorrect. February. It's two fewer days. Mm. Except one fewer day, one ever, out of every four years. Anyway. February's cheating. <clears throat> that is. <laughs> In the United States of America, Joey, mm. what is the number one activity to do with mom on Mother's Day? It's two to two, by the way. The number one activity to do with moms on Mother's Day, go out to eat. How is that not it? That's number two. Really? Really. Oh, I know what it is, and now I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> go to church. Yeah! Three to two. Ah! Yeah. All right. This has nothing to do with moms, but it's sort of kind of. Basically, <laughs> anything that has anything to do with people being born has something to do with moms, right? So it's kind of, sure. wait, it's your turn, right? What's the most common birthday in the United States of America? <laughs> Come on, you got 360. We went from what month to what, what day? Yeah, what you got 365 day? options. If you nail this one, it's game over. How about that? Um, August. 14th. Incorrect. Are we picking month too? No, the day. The actual day? Yeah. Like month and day. Uh, the 6th. Of what? Do I have to say the month too? <laughs> yes. That's what I just asked. Ah, uh, okay. Month and day. Month and day. Um... August 6th. Mm-mm. September 9th. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do this. I'm bored. Are you? <laughs> are you? No, I'm What's the score? Playing. Three to two? Yeah. What What day of the week are most babies born on? The most babies are born on what day of the week? Mm, Monday. Incorrect. Thursday. Incorrect. It's Tuesday. Man, y'all are just bad at trivia. These are just terrible <laughs> questions. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, I actually win trivia at the house because they're really good questions. Let's see. Carnations. Whose question is this? It's mine. Is it? Yeah. Carnations were first used on Mother's Day to symbolize and honor moms. What did a red carnation mean? Love? No. I love you, Mom. I don't know. <laughs> Red carnation meant that Mom was still living. Oh. So, Tiffany, what did a white carnation mean? Mom is dead. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I can see. Sorry. I can see this game. <laughs> uh, let's see. There were some that I didn't get to. Um, how about this? Whoever gets closest wins the game. How many mothers live in the United States of America? Whoever gets closest wins the game. Since you don't like my game. Oh, my goodness. Whoever gets closest wins. How many mothers live in the United States of America as of the end of what? 2022? Okay. Can you at least tell us this? What is the actual population of the United States of America? Right oh, it's now? like 360 or 70 million people. Okay. Okay. 150 million. You going one dollar? <laughs> <laughs> you said 150 million? Like half the population sure. are moms? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say 75 million. 85. Mm. Let's go. All right. It's not fair. I got more questions, right? <laughs> Also, right. who researches this stuff? Like, how, I don't know. That's terrible <clears throat> trivia. Mama questions on Google. That's what I was going <laughs> to I vote for a more relevant topic next time. What, whittling? <laughs> y'all just didn't like me putting you on the spot. Y'all want me to come in here and tell a goofy story every single Monday. I don't mind putting put okay. on the spot, but it's got to be something I like have some knowledge. I would have loved games. I would have wiped the floor with so, y'all. Some of us and don't I, sit around reading statistics, Blake. <laughs> I don't either. That's Blake's invitation to y'all come in and surprise me with a game. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of mothers, <laughs> I had Mother's Day Sunday here, here yesterday. Here we go. Segway. King of the Segway. Uh, yesterday here at High Point, we had uh, Mother's Day uh, Sunday, and it was part two, which it, it, it was really fitting that it landed uh, during the series Indivisible, mm. which is part two. Yeah. Indivisible meaning incapable of being divided is what you uh, started off with. But, um, you know, uh, the intro there, you basically kind of um, talked about something being indivisible was being – like it's uh, like uh, what was the word you used? Tough. Mm -hmm. You said tough. Tough. Uh, not easily broken, right? Right. That's kind of what indivisible means too. You could also describe it that way. And what describes tough better than a mama? Mm. You tell me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's one thing to be tough. It's one thing to be tough as a mother. Mm. <laughs> yeah. A whole nother level. Whole you, um, nother level. You uh, some of the things that I that I jotted down that um, that I like. You said you know when when you become a mom, you have to grow up fast because. Essentially, I don't remember exactly how you said it, but there's adversity in everything that you face, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, if we took all the adversity of all the moms in the room and put it together, you you wouldn't have a bag of adversity. You'd have a bag of growth, basically, because that's how we grow is through adversity. And so right out of the gate, moms, you know, moms face adversity even through nine months of pregnancy you know, then you got the labor and then it's everything that comes with, you know, having a first baby. And so from that point forward, moms have to come out of the gate swinging, being tough, you know, mentally, emotionally. And that's kind of yeah. tough too, because your body's all messed up and everything. So we were, we were kind of walking into that. And then of course, then I read the, uh, the little rant from that was on, that went viral on Facebook and stuff. I got a lot more reaction in the second service than I did the first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Second well, service I got thought, fired I thought, up. <laughs> I thought the moms in the second service were about, yeah. Is that what yeah, they were doing? Oh, yeah. That's so how I, I feel. Was in, I was in the first service. I was in the first service. I topped it all out too with my thumbs while you were. Oh, okay. The whole thing? The whole I, thing. I got out of breath reading it. By yeah. The way. <laughs> but yeah, you read that rant. Um, and then also gave some statistics about moms and women in general. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any of that that you want to share, but. Um, no, it's just, I think we were just acknowledging the fact. I think that gets overlooked sometimes about mm -hmm. the fact that, yeah, it is tough being a mom, but. Mm -hmm. Right now, a what's on the rise in our population in America are moms that are having to go solo. So single parent, a single mom home um, is literally right now roughly about 23% of the children population. Yeah. There was one statement that you made that I liked a lot, and I don't know if you want to unpack this or say anything about it right before you went into the scripture, though, for, this, for the mm -hmm. sermon was um, you said the sanity and sanctity of motherhood is and should be found in the church. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like that statement a lot. Um, <clears throat> you said that right yeah. before you, like I said, right before you read the, the scripture. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything. In well, I, I feel like, you know, when I turn on the TV and I see moms in the news and mm -hmm. I see moms battling, you know, you know, their local, you know, establishments and I see moms fighting for their children in school and they're in town halls and they're, you know, and it's like, I mean, even now you've got organizations popping up all over America, Moms for America, and it's like moms standing up and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and frankly, while all of that is, you know, I tip my hat to that, um, I still feel like where we're missing the boat is is I'm not seeing the church in any of that. You know, it's it's very it, it's almost like, hey, we don't need the church anymore because we got Fox News now. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just said that out loud. But, I mean, seriously, it, it has that kind of mentality. And um, and for me, um, I feel like that, you know, we celebrate Mother's Day on Sunday because, in all honesty, mothers are a spiritual issue in our, in our church. They represent something very powerful um, even within the body of Christ. And so I feel like, the church should be a safe haven for moms. I think that uh, the church should be willing, you know, to to hear the cries of moms out there. I uh, I think it's a shame if moms have to turn to some government thing 
because the church ain't there for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and like I even said, um, you know, one of the stats was that these single moms, um, they live, um, the majority of them live under the poverty line. Mm-hmm. So like when we're doing the food bank in Warrior and we have 200 families come through there, it's unbelievable how many of them are single moms. Cause you know, we do take time to talk with them, pray with them. Is there, cause we'll say, is there anything in your life we could be praying for? And you would be shocked at how many of them just say, Oh, I'm just raising these kids all by myself. I just, you know, and you can just sense this, uh, this cry for help. And I feel like that the church, um, should be that place. You know, I feel like churches in the past have tip their hat to moms a little bit, you know, doing Mother's Day out programs and, mm-hmm. you know, doing those kinds of things. But All I just right. don't think we put enough creative brain power into thinking, how can the church be more for moms, you know, and that kind of thing. And so, I, you know, I'd like to see more of that, even in our church, for sure. Yeah. I think, too, though, when you talk about the posts that you read off and all the pressure that's put on moms— from themselves, from people around them, from social media, like all the expectations that are put out there. But within the church, you can find a group of moms who are just there to guide their kids to Christ. Mm. And you can find a group of moms who, and I've experienced this myself here, some of them homeschool and some of them work and send their kids to daycare and some of them go to a Christian school and some of them go to a public school and Mm -hmm. some of them eat certain foods and some of them don't and some of them participate in certain things, some of them don't. But we all come together and support each other and pray for each other and watch each other's kids. And, you know, somebody's sick. Hey, can you take them for a couple hours? Like that kind of support, that's the sanity in the church. Mm. That's the sanctity in the church is that like that shelter from the world's expectations of like, well, if you don't do this, you're not a good mom. and you don't do this, you're not a good mom. But when you come inside the church and you come inside the body of Christ, you're all on the same platform. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's also, um, a, a, a frame of mind as well. So like, for instance, an, a, a good example of what I'm talking about would be, you know, like a kid point worker, somebody that works in our kids' ministry. You know, they probably feel, and I'm pretty sure they do, every Sunday, they feel like kids get dumped on them. Mm. Like this mom comes walking through, here, take them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. and of course the kid doesn't want to go and the kid's crying or whatever uh-huh. and stuff. And... Um, but you could just sense, like, I have run into moms that are walking through the kid point door because sometimes I'll come up through and go through kid point out on my way to the sanctuary, and I will say hey to a mom or, you know, I'll see a family come in, say hey to them and stuff. The look on their faces when they're in the process of dropping their kids off versus when I run to run into them again out in the commons area after they've already unloaded the kids yeah. and they're going to get them some coffee and then come to worship. They're a different family. They're a different couple. I think it's important, especially for those who work in our kids' ministry, to understand that you're, you're doing more, mm-hmm. you know, than yeah. what you think. You you really are. Impact. There, there's just something about a mom being able to go, this is a safe place for my kids, and I can just... I can just drop them off yeah. and I can go really get, and I hate to think that worship would be me time, but in a lot of ways it is for a mom. It's like, I get to sit here and be silent and nobody, for, except yeah. for when Joey makes minutes. me talk to my neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what? like kid point. Kids ministries aren't just ministries for kids. It's for the whole family. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 What, um, the, so, 
that pretty much got us to the scripture. Do you want to read the scripture? This I can. First Corinthians can. thirteen four yeah. through seven. Yeah, it's it's a very unique scripture. Most people have never read it. Um, <laughs> never seen it on a coffee cup mug. But uh, yeah, okay, so it's chapter thirteen, known as the chapter of love, verses four through seven. It says. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, it always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Um Cassidy and I recited that to each other at our during our wedding vows. That's part of your vows. Mm-hmm. Like we we memorized it like back and forth. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I thought about that Sunday while you when you read it or yesterday mm. when you read it. Um, starting with verse four though, the love is patient. You know, love them even even if they annoy you or hurt you. That mm. was kind of the point there. Yeah. Um, you know, love is kind. Love is not a feeling that comes and goes, but an action that stays. Mm-hmm. Um, the the first point uh, was, and then I I don't know how I got from there to verse seven. Love is strong, being hopeful, strong, believing, hopeful, and enduring. Okay, that's what that was kind of the overall point. Right, but well, the first point was well, I, I I broke out the first two, yeah, and talked about them, but the rest of them I didn't just because, and I said I I would I would be here all day. I got you breaking out why love is why love does not envy, why it does not boast, why is it not proud, yeah, why it does not dishonor others or self seeking. Right, it would just be forever breaking those out. But you can kind of read them and get yeah. the gist of it. But you know, the one thing that I wanted people to get because it was Mother's Day, I wanted them to see the connection there between a mother's love for their child versus what you're seeing here in these scriptures. Because what this is, is this is the supremacy of love. That was the message title. But this is divine love. This is this is the kind of love that God has for us. And this is the kind of love that we should, as believers, have for each other. Um, but it, it almost seems kind of like a unicorn mm-hmm. top love. Like we, we can't find it, you know, no matter how hard we try, no matter how, how, how hard, you know, we try to get along with other people in church. We just can't find this kind of love because people in our church do boast. They are proud. They do dishonor others. They, they are self-seeking. It's like, right. so where's the love? I mean, hate to sound like the black eyed peas, but where's the love, you know? <laughs> but the reality is, is what I was saying is the closest you're going to get to that a lot of times is looking at a love between a mother and her child. Yeah. That's, that's where you'll see some of this. Yeah. And it's not perfect, but it is probably the best example we have. I thought the good parallel though was, you know, and you got into this really quickly, even with your first point, I, I've got all your, you know, the fill in the blanks here. Mm-hmm. The first one being uh, love always protects you gave a, a Spurgeon quote, um, mm. but then quickly made the parallel that in the, and I don't know if you want to read the quote or not, if you feel like it's necessary, but um, that love, talking about love always protects. You were, you know, obviously you were talking topically the subject being about moms, but made the parallel that with the quote that you gave from Spurgeon that he was talking about believers as well. Yeah. But I like that parallel of, you know, the love that mothers have, but then, in comparison to the love that the church has or should have mm-hmm. for one another. I felt like that was really strong. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that kind of love should describe believers in church because ultimately 
what it, the kind of love that Spurgeon was talking about in his quote, which is love always protects, that basically means love is never self-focused. It's always, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not about protecting yourself. You know, it's about protecting others. And, uh, and, you know, and I think moms just know that, you know, they, when they, when they decided to become a mom, they were, their love was going to be protective of their child. And so I would think that moms most definitely at that point knew, um, the easy life is over. Mm-hmm. Like as a mom, you know, the yeah. easy life is over. That's why I think it's so tough on say like a, a, an unplanned pregnancy, say with like a teenage girl, mm-hmm. this is so hard for them. Why? Everybody says, well, they're not ready. They're so young. Well, they're, yes, that is true. But let me tell you why they're not ready. It's because they never signed up for this hard road, like mm-hmm. in their mind. Like right. I never signed up to be a mom. I never signed up to, to have to grow up so fast and become this tough, you know? And so, so that's why I think it's so important um, for moms to know um, and, and, and for other people to know that aren't moms, that moms gave up the easy life and, and, and someone who wants to be a mom, that's what they're saying. I'm choosing for the rest of my life to never be about me. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yeah. And I, I don't know how you can't parallel that to a, a relationship with Christ. Yeah. Like yeah. you come to Christ, you literally are saying easy life over. Yeah. Not saying it was a breeze up to that point, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally, like, it's no longer about me. It's all about Jesus. Yeah. Yep. The second one was uh, love always trust. Uh, you know, always believes the best in others, even mm. when it's seen the worst. I felt like that was very strong, still kind of carrying on with that same point of the parallel with the church, you know? Yeah. Because um, that's what a mom does, you know? Even, um, like, you know, seeing the absolute worst in, in her child. But still yeah. believes and, the but best. But still believes yeah. the best. Yeah. Uh, sometimes to a fault. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, let's not let's not act up, act like yeah. that's not a thing. You know, yeah. I mean, how many know. moms needed Simon Cowell? To- <laughs> well, my mom said I could sing. He went, "Well, your mom lied to you." Yeah, <laughs> mama lied. The water boy's mom, you know. Yeah. Mama, mama lied. Mama uh, lied. <laughs> uh, but the church, you know, you said the church could learn a lot from that. You know, when we've seen the worst in each other, we should still. I get the way that I guess I would say it, and I don't remember exactly how you said it, but we should choose to see the best, essentially. We yeah. give each other the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's just, I think it's fear. I think the church, a lot of times, fears that we're going to get hurt, that we're going to get our hands messy, yeah. that we're going to get the raw end of the, of the deal mm-hmm. with this individual. Yeah. And I'm all I'm saying is, is yes, but I think it's still worth the shot. Yeah. You know? For sure. So... Uh, the third one was love always hopes, yeah. you know, has confidence in the future, basically. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like that's kind of along those same lines, but um, but also different. You know, like what, what would it be like if the church had the same kind of hope that a mother had? Yeah. yeah. What if the body of Christ hoped the same way mothers hoped, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, hope for the future. And, right. You know, and like I said, that, I think the best picture of that is a, a young couple that can't get pregnant and the feats that they would go through to get mm-hmm. pregnant. Yeah. And then when they failed, utterly failed, and there was no hope, then there was always still another hope they could adopt. You know, and, and I just felt like, man, if the church had that kind of mentality about taking the gospel right. and, and seeing spiritual reproduction, right. you know, I think I think we would I think we would see a lot a lot different landscape for the church. Yeah. Sure. 
the last one of the fourth point was love always perseveres. Um, I think that one's kind of self-explanatory, but you used um, not specifically for that, maybe one of them, but you closed really with two illustrations, one that really Mm -hmm. tied into the love persevering part. Um, I don't want to, do you want to? No, you go ahead. Well, the, the oyster illustration, which by the way, I was really proud. I knew exactly where you were going as soon as you brought it up. (laughs) Okay. Like I was like, mother of pearl, (laughs) (laughs) you know, real condescending like that. I said, how about, how about so many people in that audience probably just realized at that point that that was actually a thing and not just something that was said on SpongeBob a lot. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Krabs said it all the time. <laughs> I never really watched Mother Sp- of Pearl. I never yeah. watched SpongeBob. Me either. Oh my goodness. Y'all. I despise it. I, I do too. But my kids we They just, liked it. They got it in a SpongeBob phase. I don't it, get it. It was the backdrop of our lives. Really? Oh my goodness, y'all. I don't as know. As wrong why. as it is and and as many things as people tried to say about it, it's just Well I don't know why, but none of ours maybe very, very briefly, like they would watch like a few episodes here and there, but none of ours really ever got it. Yeah. They never really got in a SpongeBob phase. That's one I, of those, I never did. Either. That's one of those things that I just kind of like brush to the side and hope like nobody else exposes them to it. Cause if I yeah. never turn it on in my house, <laughs> they don't know it exists. Right. Uh, yeah. So like, as long as they don't pick up on it somewhere else, I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah. My, yeah. mine probably didn't get it selfishly from my standpoint you know what i mean because like i would i would only turn this stuff on that like i could tolerate exactly and there's something about that one that was just so irritating Mm -hmm. there was cartoons i couldn't take caillou i can't take it oh no i can't take we we watched caillou i watched it for comic relief because i love how they're like eternal optimist and everything you know my goodness (laughs) like (laughs) caillou like blow up the 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 block, you know, the yes. city block, and his dad come along. That's okay, guy. You, we can learn a lot from this, you know. When others treat you poorly, you can't just blow up, you know. <laughs> well, I would. Uh, it's I, like Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I never. So that one, I don't. I don't know. That my kids did watch that. Caillou. Oddly, oddly enough. I couldn't huh. take Caillou. I could take a little bit of Phineas and Ferb. Just I, I could only go so far. Uh, the only cartoon that I sat down with my kids and I laughed my head off yeah. was Gumball. Gumball? I never Gumball. got into that either. It looked I so la- weird. That and Angry Beavers, I laughed my head off. No, mine it was, was so a- funny. I'd, I'd, I'd gather the kids around me, and we'd be watching it, and Brownie would come through. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, spending time with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> mine, there were two that I would laugh at out loud just because of their ridiculousness that I, I actually wouldn't mind sitting watching. Was One was Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, my goodness, man. Did you no, ever watch, you that? Didn't watch that? Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> <clears throat> And the other one was Uncle Grandpa. I'd never what seen in that. the world. I knew you were going to come out with something nobody ever heard of. <laughs> no, it was funny. Uncle was Grandpa. R- um, Uncle Grandpa. I'm pretty sure Jack Black had something to do with the creation uh, of oh, it. Oh, okay. But there it is. anyway. Yeah. I think the I think my most favorite one to watch with my kids is Bluey. And Bluey. it's because it's so realistic. Mm. Like they're Australian shepherds, so they have an accent. Mm. But like they show them riding in the car and there's like like food wrappers and empty cups and stuff all in the car. And I'm Mm-mm. like, it's just so real. Like, oh, yeah. How many shows actually show that stuff? 
So Mother anyway. of Pearl. Yeah, <laughs> Mother of Pearl. So that's uh, episode one of Cartoon Reviews. Cartoon Reviews. <laughs> Cartoon Gravy. Hey, it fits. Mother's Day. Yeah. Episode yeah. title. So yeah. the, the Mother of Pearl illustration, or the oyster illustration. Yeah. You want to give like a synopsis? Yeah, of? yeah. Um, basically, when when you look up the process of how a pearl is made inside an oyster, the way it starts out, most people don't know this, is it starts out with an intruder, uh, a parasite that comes into the muscle um, that's inside the oyster, basically. And the oyster you know, basically brands it as this is an intruder and this thing could potentially harm me. And so it creates this chemical compound called NACRE, N-A-C-R-E, and it wraps itself around the intruder, like Mm -hmm. imprisons it basically in this uh, chemical compound and basically holds onto it, imprisons it until it becomes something valuable, a pearl Mm. that could not do harm to it, you know, and so... So what's neat about it is that chemical compound, Nacre, actually has a name. It's called Mother of Pearl. And to me, that symbolized what motherhood is, is she's taking on this little intruder, this little parasite, which I had tons (laughs) of people coming up to me afterwards and like, hey, Pastor Joy, I want you to meet my little parasite. (laughs) It's funny. Because <laughs> the second service really liked that. Oh, yeah. they were, I, I, <laughs> I was like, these little parasites just bleeding you dry, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, and the mother encapsulates it, imprisons it. And I think I, it was neat to kind of have all the student ministry down on the front row. And mm-hmm. I looked at them and I said, I said, I know she's a helicopter mom and I know she's a smother, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's God's calling on her life. She can she can know no other. Mm-hmm. Her job is to smother you. Her job is to imprison you in the mother of pearl. <laughs> and, and and then I kind of use that point to I, I even had some older folks come up to me that have recently lost their mom. Yeah. And when I extended that fall into, you know, there are people that their moms have already gone on to be with the Lord, yeah. yet somehow they're still in mom's prison. Like they mm-hmm. go in the kitchen, they're like, mom wouldn't like me doing that. Yeah. Or mom would never mix it like this. Yeah. Or mom would roll over in her grave if she if she knew I was doing this. So so it's, the imprisonment is there and that mm-hmm. that that you know smothering effect of the mother of pearl takes something that could potentially be harmful. And turns it into something great, and that's why I think this this country owes a great debt to mothers. Yeah, because we've got some great people in our country, only because of the kind of mother mm. that smothered them. You know, we got eighty five million of them. Eighty five million. I was the closest on there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, then your last illustration or story you told really um, that kind of brought all those together was, uh, you know, the story of. You were in a grocery store. Kid was having like major meltdown, yeah. and it was just you know getting violent. With it's his the mom. ugliest, <laughs> ugliest yeah, I've ugliest ever meltdown. seen. Yeah, yeah, level two. Have any of y'all's kids? Do y'all's kids have any of them done that kind of thing? Oh, you, I got yeah. a great story about that. You want to hear that? Yeah. So when my oldest was young, he was he was a biter, but he only bit me. So we mm. get in Publix one day, and he is pitching an absolute fit. I mean, level ten meltdown, like you were talking mm-hmm. about. And he's biting me. He's hitting. I needed like two things. So I didn't even have a buggy. I'm just walking around with him and like two things in my Why hand. Why did I even come in here? Right, right. <laughs> like 
we could have gone without dinner, really. <laughs> so we get to check out. He's still melting down. I'm just trying to get through the line. This lady in front of me turns around and hands me a candy bar, and she goes, here, I got you this. And I was like, thanks. You must have been, through, you, you must have been here. Like, you must have had kids like this. And she was like, well, I thought it'd make him feel better. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I uh, said, he's not getting a candy bar for throwing this for throwing fit. The Would fit. you like it back? And the look on her face was like, what did I just walk into? Oh, like yeah. she, like she had never experienced yeah. this before. But yeah. she let me keep the candy bar. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you ate the candy bar? Yeah, I did on my way home with my kids still crying in the back. It, you, you like look at it, look at them, and like lick it. You know, right? Like, Wouldn't you like to have it? No, we, we were pretty fortunate. Um, two of ours were not. None of our kids were ever like massive meltdown mm-hmm. top, but we had two of them, our oldest, and then our middle daughter, both, so Kyla and Bella would both, they both went through stages where they would, if they got really upset somewhere public, they would just lay down. (laughs) They just, you've seen that before. Oh, our favorite movie is Dennis the Menace, and he didn't want to go to Margaret's house, and he's like, I didn't do nothing to go to Margaret's house, and then she's dragging him in. That was the thing that 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 I hated. I hated dragging a kid that would just uh-huh. like lay down in the middle of an aisle at Walmart yeah. or whatever. Have you seen the video that goes around on reels of the guy that's like getting groceries out of his car and he reaches up and grabs his kid by the jacket because she's just laying on the ground and carries her in? <laughs> yeah, and so it got to be like I w- I would look at him and it was like this constant war between or not war but like because. They knew Cassidy would not leave them. Yeah. But, like, they would lay down. I would look at them and immediately be – because I would fought that battle a handful uh-huh. of times, and I'd be like, I'm not dragging you. I'll leave you here. <laughs> and I'll just walk off and go to the next aisle, and then I'll just stand there for a minute and see how long they'll wait till they get up and run around the end of the aisle. But I had that <laughs> had that encounter a few times where they, like, get up. After, like, 30 seconds, they realize, oh, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And they run around the end of the aisle and they realize, oh, he only went an aisle over and was just going to wait. And they run around the end of that aisle and they get in that aisle and they see me, make eye contact, and then immediately collapse on the floor again. <laughs> so, uh, who's going to win this battle? Yeah. Who's going to win? Yeah, it's funny. We had this same conversation yesterday around the table with all the grandmas oh, talking. Yeah. So, like, Brownie's mom was telling stories about Brownie. And and uh, it, Brownie's dad used to – he would not be afraid of – if Brownie was acting up yeah. and say her mom was in the dressing room or something like that and she's acting up, he'd be like, come on. And she'd be like, what? And he's like, come on, we're going to go find you a new mommy. Oh. <laughs> he didn't care. He said, we're going to go find you a new mommy. I don't want a new mommy. Oh, you're getting a new mommy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Things have changed. but uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. too. And to the end, like, like, I remember being like physically assaulted by my mom or my grandmother <laughs> in a store. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yes. Oh, like, yes. You get, you get whipped. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And used to, you know, like people would like whip you in church too. Like, like not, oh. and not just your mom. Have you ever seen that? Oh. Have you ever witnessed a mom spank her child in front of the entire congregation? Yes. Yes. But used to, it was like, if you're a kid who grew up in church, like you had, it had, it normally only had to happen a few times. And then from then on, all it took was like a look or a pinch, yeah. a oh, little yeah. pinch of the arm. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, the next thing that's coming oh. is like a hand, <laughs> a hand with a lot of velocity. <laughs> like, you'll be lucky if it's hey, not a closed fist, you know? I'm sitting in the pew, and the choir 
is up in uh-huh. the choir loft singing, and they're and they're all singing because you know it's back in the day the choir sings with the congregation all the hymns, but yeah. in the end they're going to have a special. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. so they're singing along with us, and I kept watching this one mom, and she wasn't singing; she was just staring. Oh yeah, laser beam eyes, uh-huh. and I'm trying to find where the lasers are going. And I look back, and there's her son back here, like two or three pews back, and he's just like, he, 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 he. you know, they're, they're, they're acting like fools, and she's just staring. No lie, like you could tell, like when they made eye contact, she was mm-hmm. like, you know, she make that those lips will start to move, like, like don't make me come down there, you know, like that. And uh, and he must have kind of straightened up a little bit, but then he started acting up during their special. Oh yeah. So no, she's nice. now she is mid arms raised, praising God, mm-hmm. you know, the whole nine yards. She's in full on worship. And I don't know if she opened up one eye and saw him, but in the middle of their special, she threw her book down, come walking out of the choir loft, down the aisle, walked over, whack. Yeah. Her son walked right back up, picked up her book, hand goes right back up and starts praising uh-huh. God. <laughs> There's your mama it. for you right I love, there. I love it. It's like old school. I've seen that yeah. happen before. <clears throat> and then you hear some, like, you know, some deacon from the back row, spare the rod. Spare <laughs> the rod. Spare <laughs> that child. Don't swallow. I've seen it happen before, in the, and it be so blatant out front in front of everybody that oh. the pastor has to address it when he gets up to preach. Oh, he has to. After, <laughs> he'll, he'll get And the best way to do it is, like, uh, he'll say something about her. But say it humorously, like he's, yes. and he'll laugh while he's. You got to joke it. Yeah, yeah you joke about it. Is that, y'all, y'all, y'all pray for Sister Brenda today. You know, that <laughs> kind of thing. y'all pray for Sister Brenda so you don't kill her kid today. Yeah, that kind of thing. But it, uh, what's we funny, had de- we had deacons would be like, "Hey, I got a belt. You need it." Yeah, and then, <laughs> but the pastor could get up and say that. Yeah, and then what would everybody do? They laugh, laugh, laugh yeah. and move laugh. right along. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not today. Yeah, not today. <laughs> no. Oh, not that's today. wild. Anyway. So, but, yeah, so this mom has a meltdown <laughs> in the grocery store, or the, kid has a meltdown in the grocery yeah. store. And uh, and it got ugly. It got ugly. Basically, she um, she was uh, taking shots from the kid. I think this kid looked three or four. It was a little boy. Yeah. But he was punching her. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was it was brutal. It was abusive. And, uh, um, and I don't know how much she would let him normally get away with, but this – was beyond anybody's line. And uh, it got so bad that even the grocery store clerk came over and was like, hey, do we need to call the cops? I was like, oh, no, I think the mom's got it. Because she literally, instead of spanking him, picking him up, walking him out, or doing whatever, right. she goes in for the hug. And 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 this mom just, when I say she enveloped him, like, he didn't have a chance. Like, she mm-hmm. bear-hugged him and he, he, his arms, his limbs couldn't move. And she just, and, and the only thing he had was his head. So he was head butting her. Mm-hmm. He was biting her. He was doing everything he could. And uh, this mom, everything he could do to harm her. But this quote unquote mother of pearl just put him in prison. And he couldn't yeah. do nothing. And eventually that rage went away and that those little arms started hugging his mom. And, and so to me, I just, thought that was a perfect visual illustration of what I was getting at about the pearl, you know? Yeah. Well, and it was, 
it was really kind of all encompassing illustration because mm. the obviously it points to the love of a mother. Yes. Uh points to the love that the church should have mm. for others. The others, the body mm. of believers. In yeah. other words, like we're going to embrace you and comfort you. You know, you could say kill them with kindness, whatever you want, however yeah. you want to say that. But basically it's to say our love is unconditional, but also I thought about it from the the kind of where my mind was is from the standpoint of of God with the unbeliever. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like I will I will wrap wow. myself around you yes. and I will hold you close to the point to where it's like mm-hmm. no you know that's kind of like a picture for me of like the sovereignty of God is mm-hmm. like I will make it to where my love is like you cannot deny it. Mm-hmm. In other words, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'll yeah. pull, I'll pull you so close and hold you so tight to the point to where no matter how much you wage war against me at some point love wins. You surrender. Yeah. 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 And so I, that was kind of where my mind was. So that's why I felt mm. like it was a really good kind of yeah. cap mm. for that for that message. So mm. sure. Mm. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank oh, <thanks>. you. Mm. <laughs> I kind of made it a point to me and another guy were having a conversation yesterday. It's like when people come in the church. So I w- I'm going to say this publicly to put this out there for ladies. Is like I want you to realize sometimes kind of, and I know it could be this way. I'm not saying it wouldn't be this way for another another woman. Right. I mean, because mm-hmm. I know you spent, you probably told a lot of people Happy Mother's Day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like for a guy, for whatever reason, especially, it's like <laughs> you don't know who to say Happy Mother's Day to and who yeah. not to say Happy Mother's Day yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I want, exactly. Uh, I, I want ladies to, to understand that. Like if they walk in and you don't greet them with like a big, giant, smiling Happy Mother's Day, is like maybe I'm a little gun shy because mm-hmm. of like, that's a, it's kind of an awkward situation because my heart definitely goes out for people. And you use this at some point mm-hmm. in the sermon yesterday. Mm-hmm. You talked about like people who may maybe struggle with infertility or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's like um, I've had that before where like for whatever reason you thought someone was a mom or maybe like I, my whole thing is like there are people who maybe don't biologically are not a mother, but are definitely mothers. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even if they don't even have adopted children, they still feel the role of a mother in other people's lives. Yeah, they're mothering kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Exactly. They have a, a mother's nature and qualities, yeah. that kind of thing. And so for that reason, like, in a large part, I don't even hesitate to tell any female that I know carries those qualities, happy Mother's Day. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. anyway, but it can kind of make you gun shy because when you say that to somebody <laughs> yeah. who's like struggle with infertility or whatever, and they just kind of look at you like you just like oh, yeah. rub salt in a wound. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of dangerous. So I, I won't, you know, I like from and mothers, uh, mothers seem to really internalize that women. Mm-hmm. Let me say mm-hmm. that women seem to internalize that way more than men. Yeah. Cause like you tell a guy who's who's not a father, happy Father's Day, he'd be like, "I ain't no daddy, thank the Lord." You know? <laughs> yeah, move <laughs> along, move along. Where where a mom would, you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, so. Well, I mean, it's as dangerous as looking at a lady and going, "Hey, when's the due date?" <laughs> mm-hmm. You better be dang sure about yeah. that, because I'm telling you, yeah, I have made that mistake sure. before. That's not good. But that's hard for women too. Just like, yeah. like I was around someone yesterday, yeah, who has struggled with infertility and right. has, has still, honestly, she's given up hope. Like several years ago, they stopped trying. And so, for me to be around her on Mother's Day and be celebrating and people oh, yeah. showering me with words and gifts, it's like I feel so much for her. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. My so. wife, my wife, she, she says mother's day is the worst day of the year. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and you look at her and go, why would that be the case for you? You've got a great mother. Mm-hmm. You've got great kids that all love you. Right. Mother's day should be great, but she, she's, you know, but she just kind of struggles with, you know, what Mother's Day does to mothers in general, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, because there's so many out there suffering. They feel like, you know, that this, you know, it's like rubbing it in their face that they can't have kids or yeah. they've lost their kid in a car wreck or, and she just goes on and on about it. You know, it's not her favorite day. Hmm. It really isn't. And we do our best. We love on her and everything and stuff, but it's like, you know, like our kids, honestly, our kids this year, they did something better. Normally on Mother's Day, we'll we'll do things like outdoor furniture or, you know, or right. something that's kind of mm-hmm. big and we all do it together. Yeah. But uh the kids did it right this year. They went to the Dollar General or where, whatever <laughs> store. No lie. <laughs> now listen DG. to what they did. No, they didn't go to Dollar General. They went to Five Below. And here's okay. what they did. There they bought go. a bag, a little beach bag that she could use during you know, summertime. During mm-hmm. summertime, and she loved the bag. But in the bag were all her favorite stuff, like candies and things. It almost felt like an Easter basket, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, she likes boba tea and all that stuff, so they got her all this and everything. But in it, each kid wrote a personal note to her, like oh, hand-wrote yeah. it and put it in a mm-hmm. in an nice. envelope. And, and so to me, that's going to do so much more for her on this day. Because I think that's ultimately what moms need to be reminded of yeah. on this yeah. day. That's cool. Is what they mean to their kids. Yeah. So it's not a, a holiday. You got a whittling kit. <laughs> Brownie, oh, yeah. Brownie got a beach bag with notes in it. With notes in it. Yeah. I bought Castle Vacuum. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> is that not the most epic Mother's Day fail ever? Are you not serious? Only, not only did you I have can't. surgery. No, did she ask for that? <laughs> not only did I make it about me, but I bought her a vacuum. Did you seriously? I've been noticing that. <laughs> Did she ask for the vacuum? Was she like, I want this vacuum and it would be a great gift? She had been wanting a vacuum. I take that back. I did get her another gift. I didn't get, the, I told her, this is not your Mother's Day present. This is your Mother's Day present. <laughs> That's way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I got her. Cass is big into cold brew. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me uh, let me say that careful. <laughs> cold brew, not cold brews. That, define that for the listener, please. Yeah, yeah. Cassidy wakes up every Cassidy morning. Cassidy makes hey, her uh, own beer. Throw me a cold yeah, brew. I take another cold brew. No, she uh, she she likes cold brew coffee, and she's uh, destroying our financial, uh, you know, well being with uh, <laughs> Starbucks cold Starbucks. brew. <laughs> that stuff's like. Nine dollars a jug or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding, but not. She she buys a lot of that, and so I bought her a thing where she can make cold brew. Nice. It's pitcher. The pitcher with the filter. I think you and I yeah. have talked about those yeah, before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but I bought her one of those. I would so. love to see Cass's face. You're the kind of guy that would buy her a whittling kit just to see her response. <laughs> to- <laughs> Probably. I will never live down the whittling kit. No. 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 Oh. It will be in our dirty Santa at some point. Yeah. That's going to be in the name of this episode, by the way. What is it? Mama Whittles. <laughs> oh. Is it Mama Whittles? I like that. Yeah, I like Mama it. Mama Whittles or Whitt- yeah. Whittling Mama. You remember that old song, Old Kalaja? 
Yeah. Poor old wooden Indian head or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, do you do you know that song? No. Okay, you need to look it up if you're going to be a whittler. <laughs> yeah. Anything? Mm. All right. So, what's coming? What do we have coming up this Sunday? We've got a uh, graduate graduate recognition Sunday yes. on the twenty first. Yes. Um, anything else particular that people need to know about in regards to that? I mean, it's regular service times, all that. Yeah. The following Sunday will be different. Our, it'll, it'll be, be different. different. It'll be Memorial Day Sunday, the twenty eighth. Yes. There'll be one service at ten one. At ten a.m. Yes. Now, a lot of times when we have one service, we do ten thirty. This one's going to be at ten, so we'll get out by eleven. Yes. Um, to give us, you know, give people opportunity to get to like different Memorial yeah. Day. Get so if you're listening and, and you're an on-site leader that won't be on-sites that day, we're That's combining right. both services into one at 10 o'clock, and it's going to be a Memorial Day celebration. We're going to have some special things happening during the service that day. Definitely. And then on the way out, you're going to get a Memorial Day popsicle treat. It's going to be good. It's going to be worth coming and uh, looking forward to having a good time. Yeah. Yep. Anything else? I believe that's oh, it. Oh, Wednesday nights. This Wednesday night will be our yes. last regular springtime Wednesday night service. Yes. yes. And, and be on the lookout for our summer schedule. That's we coming got a out. Lot of stuff going on this summer, so that'll come out this week. Yeah. Is that coming out this week or on Sunday? This week. This week. Okay. Anything else? Got it. That's it. All right. Later. See you. Sandy Grevy.